0: services, thefarsi, at uk present the 20 megabyte Doctor
1: Who podcast. Hello and welcome to the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast episode 559. Can I start that one again? <laughs> yes. 559. 559. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast, episode 559. I'm Adam and Eggs. And here's Ben Shoveller.
2: I haven't got a clue what we did. <laughs> uh,
1: Mary Lang.
3: Hello, the chin.
4: Yeah. And Kirby Bartlett Sloan. Run, you clever boy, and remember. How come no one used that one?
1: Why would anybody want to? It's Asylum of the Daleks! And, uh, oh, I haven't even got me... How am I going to watch this? Maybe I have got it on Apple TV. That's the only thing I didn't get ready, was the Apple TV tab. But in the meantime, I can say that Terry Miles has said, Ah, you're working for security at the store now. I'm not at the store, Terry. I'm at home. Uh, remarking for the for the sort of layman listener, I'm currently wearing a, a Scotty uh, uniform uh, from uh, the original Star Trek series because I've I've been at Comic Con today. But it is a, I've got a um, stripes, you know. Um, well, you'll
4: have officer to tell us Stripe. all
1: about it. Well, officer stripes uh, mm-hmm. uh, generally mean you're a bit safer the, than the, the the usual red shirt. Shiny ones Star too. Trek shiny ones yeah so uh right where, where do we get up to? Uh, oh yes i was trying to find some doctor who on my uh, apple tv asylum uh, of the daleks well that's series seven isn't it series two mm-hmm.
3: series, six series seven here it
1: is yes oh, the specials series specials <laughs> oh that goes right over the american's head doesn't it that's a song by The Special. Anyway, um, right, so, uh, am I allowed to start, by the way? No, I'm going to do it anyway. The episode starts with, oh, I've got subtitles on this. Um, Adam? Yes, Robert?
2: <laughs> you can start now.
1: Lily and Robin says hi, by the way. Yeah, the episode starts with some bird doing a voiceover of what looks like a Dalek Mountain, the way the,
4: the sort of camera's flying around it. Uh, master, 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 Master. There is supposedly a prequel to this where he meets the woman uh, on Earth, the woman he's about to meet at Scarrow, but I could not find a copy of it anywhere.
1: Oh
3: dear. <laughs> That's good, and now it's what you cannot do. That's right. <laughs>
5: Right, I did find
3: Pond Life, and I watched Pond
4: yeah,
1: Life. where yes, I should have watched those, actually, but I didn't mind. Um, they're a bit irrelevant. Uh, um, uh,
2: just to add to what Kirby's just said there, I, I also had heard about that. Yeah. Uh, and so in a similar vein, I tried to regenerate and couldn't.
6: Hmm.
1: <laughs> I found a regenerating burger and married at First Sight Australia uh, and posted on TikTok. But back to this episode of Doctor Who, yes, so as Kirby was alluding to, the Doctor mysteriously meets a mysterious woman in a mysterious place on Mysterious Scarrow, and mysteriously, a (laughs) mysterious thing comes out of a mysterious forehead, and then a mysterious Dalek gun comes out of a mysterious hand and mysteriously shoots
4: the Doctor. But he's not dead. And, um, uh, Master, Master, um, Robo-Men have improved quite a bit in 50 years. Yeah, okay. Basically, they're all all of these people who take them in are robo-men. Okay.
1: Well, she's a woman. That's a bit. It's a robo-woman. Picky, picky, picky. <laughs> and then we have some shots of what um, Mr. M, I.E., um, well, Mr. M, would describe as, um, well, Karen Gillan looking hot uh, because she's in the middle of a photo shoot. She's a model now. Uh, but we alluded to this uh, in the last series when there was pictures of her in a, uh, like a sort of... Shopping department store. Um, you, you
4: mean for the for the fragrance
1: Petricor? That's the one. Yeah, she. Oh, actually, well, always looks hot, but she obviously she's uh, you know, being a model here. But she's divorcing from Rory. Absurd, absurd, absurd. Yes, as, as Sue as Rory says later in the episode. Uh, Two thousand years waited for you, but there you go. Um, not too much commitment in there, is it? Anyway, so she's divorcing from Rory, but we find out what her her problem is later on we'll talk about that later anyway so she gets um this is amy gets hijacked by a dalek as does rory and they find themselves and
3: has been acquired
1: yeah, they Yes. they find themselves on a dalek spaceship which is not just any old dalek spaceship it's kirby excuse me oh, okay there's the
4: parliament of the dalek Shh. yeah um <clears throat> sorry i was reading something so no, i did great you timing. Said.
1: great timing yeah Yes, great timing. <clears throat> anyway, so the the good scene, well, so they get back together again, and, and uh, I think the Doctor doesn't quite notice the awkwardness between Amy and Rory, but he, um, he does his big sort of big I am speech in front of this Parliament of Daleks because he thinks he's going to get exterminated. But uh, <laughs> all the Daleks say to him is, save us. Save the Daleks. And now that month, monster. I can't even speak. Uh, uh, nonsense. That's the word I was looking for. <clears throat> and then we have the slightly revamped title sequence, and an extremely—I don't care what you lot say—hot-looking Jenna Coleman, uh, who looks absolutely in this the, this episode stunningly beautiful. Although her voice is a bit different to uh, what uh, future versions of uh, what we now future called Clara. She, in this episode, she's also in. Um, master,
4: master, master. Jesus Christ. Remember how Christ. how we were all watching this and we we're going, wait a second, is that, is that, because it was unexpected that she was going to show up in this episode. Yeah,
1: we knew. Did we not know that Jenna Coleman was going to be the companion? We, we knew that she was out. going to be
4: the companion, mm. but nobody knew that she was going to be in this, this episode. episode, and they had had a preview at uh, the BMI. Mm and uh told everyone don't leak this don't leak this and that no one leaked it wow you were very disappointed about that weren't you kirby yes um, i was lillian robbins no, actually actually i i quite enjoyed the fact that you didn't we bother. had her oh. early
1: good i beg your pardon family show kirby. um lillian robbins says the prequel is on daily motion or as we used to call it on the 20 megabyte podcast. <clears throat> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, how true <laughs> um
1: yeah so um the gorgeous jenna Coleman is wearing this sort of very short orangey red thing uh dress with a sort of utility belt and baking burnt souffles um <clears throat> and kobe likes to point out that the chair she has is the same chair that uh, uh the doctor's daughter and Peter, uh, sorry, David Tennant's missus had uh, in uh, the Doctor's daughter. She has a hammock. She has a little dictaphone, and she talks a lot. She's the one doing the. It, the um, it, it, she's the narrator of this episode.
4: Did Did they think we wouldn't notice that the chair was the same?
1: I didn't notice, but they obviously don't sort of. Did you, well, you didn't
2: notice until like I pointed yourself. it out. No, didn't you it, you'd it, notice? It, it, it,
3: I didn't care. I don't pay close attention to yeah. props and and all that. <laughs> it's mildly
1: interesting, Kirby, uh, but not yeah. majorly. be, um, uh, I think we probably mentioned it last time. Anyway, when we did this show, I'm pretty sure I'd completely and quite happily forgotten about that particular fact until you brought it back up again. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, where we going? the doctors uh, sort of? Are oh, they? They want the doctor to. You uh, <laughs> he's doing a lot of sort of gurning in this episode <laughs> i thought somebody said something um and yeah so the yeah, they send the doctor and amy and rory on a mission um, and um so they basically get sent to what is supposed to be alaska but i'm not quite sure it is
4: is it no that's the name of the ship that she was uh, assigned
1: to it. i saw the label alaska and I thought, oh, it's interesting. Is it supposed to be Alaska? And also, I, I found quite interesting that that because they made these Teletubby Daleks uh, at this stage of Doctor Who, they had to use them uh, in some way, shape, or form. And they did do with the white one in this this episode. Um, yeah, so I'm just watching, moving on a bit because <clears throat> sorry, I got a bit of a dry throat. Um, they get sent down to Alaska via these really weird, crystally white things um they land in different places in the snow and this chap's already down there who looks like a like he's wearing one of uh, the e17 christmas song suits you know i
4: I like i like how um rory goes down upside down
1: yeah yeah, predictable (laughs) um but what i I say so the final he finds all three of them eventually after you know finding rory upside down like you say And uh, they're being guided by Oswin Oswald, uh, because I think the mission, isn't it, initially to sort of save the Daleks, i.e. save her, I don't know, Uh, because they find this hole and down the hole is lots of allegedly, but not quite, uh, dormant Daleks. I seem to remember there being a certain amount of excitement when one of the dormant Daleks was uh, 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 an old foe from uh, uh, Sylvester McCoy episode. The, yes there's the there's a uh,
4: special weapons dalek in I there somewhere have the I have special
1: did... weapons dalek that debbie melrose bought me it's sitting on my just well just in front of my tv um i'm not going to go and show it to you because i'll probably show i, to I you was
4: several ago. uh who lantas ago i saw where someone had created a full-size special weapons dalek it was cool
1: yes anyway so um yes yeah, so it was that a bit
2: more than a yes Really, that was actually quite an interesting thing that Kirby saw that probably not a lot of people have done. Did he? Was it? Oh, well, you not think so, Kirby? Well, he does, yes. obviously, because he said it. Back yourself up, Kirby. I'm backing you up. Yes,
3: thank you. Well, when I go to uh, Chicago TARDIS, th- th- there are Daleks of all sizes and shapes. And <laughs> yes. there's the uh, special weapons, you know, all full size, of course. Um, and there's a special weapons Dalek there too. Maybe it's the same person. It's probably know. the same person. Carts his. Uh, you know, I mean, if I if I had gone to the trouble to make one of those, I would probably take it everywhere.
2: You'd take it to the shops, wouldn't you? I, yeah.
4: I love the I love the tiki Dalek that I see sometimes.
2: The what-y Dalek.
4: It's a tiki Dalek. It's it's uh, made out of uh, like grass and stuff. it's like like a tiki. Hot sort
1: of thing. Oh, it's a chicken tiki, dialect. Where's my bell gone? A chicken, chicken tiki.
4: Uh, right then, Lillian Robin says, <laughs>
6: Oh, yeah. uh, okay. It's <laughs>
4: <normal>. <laughs> what? Couldn't hear you because of Ben.
1: I couldn't hear Ben because of me. Sorry. <laughs> um, Lillian Robin says, Okay. <laughs> And then uh, Ian Kirk says, I've never seen spelt like this, Lily, and I have to tell the others. D-A-I-L-Y-N-B-G-G-F-F-Y-H-N-T-I-O-N. I -I I didn't realise it was a Welsh word. (laughs) (laughs)
2: S-I-O-N.
1: Ian Kirk says, there are not many Skittles Daleks in the Parliament. They are Lib Dems. Oh, God, Ian oh my bell went funny then you i think your bell got lucky on that one Lily roman says i need to get oswin's dress for my cosplay well you do indeed oh that was could you hear that was somebody driving up out of the street <laughs> thinking it's m25 why you wouldn't get that fast in the m25 back to doctor who so uh yeah so there's, a, there's a, a big sort of well there's a spaceship or something rather than under, under the um under the snow um and the, by the way, they, uh, I forgot to mention that the, the, these sort of Dalek-y people, with, as you call them, Robo Men, um, they get infected by these nano whatnots that make them into these Dalek uh, Robo Men, uh, which is quite a good way of modern way of m- explaining the Robo Man situation. There you go. Um, And the the little the the rest of E17 are in the spaceship with their hoods on, but they're all like uh, versions of the the master when he didn't have any regenerations left so he was a bit slightly skeletal and a bit sleepy oh dead sorry dead um and at that point we start getting a bit suspicious of of the, the nice man who brought them down there and of course he, he his head sort of sprouts a, a eye, and uh, he gets squirted with a fire extinguisher very usual fire extinguishers. Ironic as well, considering that that's what that what, what gar- Dalek guns actually were back in the day. Um, so maybe that's why that scene was put in there. Kobe's keeping very quiet. I'll continue, um, and gladly, gladly quiet.
4: I'll continue. Um, <clears throat> eventually, <laughs> Maybe I stepped out to go to the bathroom, said, no, I was just reading something. <laughs>
1: nice, nice. You're paying attention. So. <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> yeah so amy is um i think she thinks she's affected by this this um you thing somewhere rory is elsewhere he's with the um the sort of dusty and sort of aged daleks uh, and they're starting to move and they're going egg 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 yeah which is obviously my quote kirby and it was um, going to be my quote, but you took it. Now, did you notice though the fact? I love the bit where he, they're going egg, and he picks up one of the little bauble things. Is, is this your egg? I thought that was quite <laughs> clever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and of course, the fact that the souffle is made of egg, and they're going egg, egg, egg. I thought that was quite a clever little sort of little in joke. Um, so eventually, the Daleks look like they're coming back to life, and Rory gets a bit scared. and um amy's getting a bit funny and gives the doctor a hug and there there is a point and i don't know where it is because i'm not watching listening to the words of this because i'm talking to you lot but where amy explains to rory why he she wanted to divorce him to free him of her because uh um, at demon's run she was made uh incapable of having children and he, um, it's, she wanted it's when to,
4: they're sitting standing on the uh teleport
3: pad yeah, yeah, that's much later in the story.
4: Yeah,
1: no, I'm not just going to say it now, because I'll probably forget about it later on. And, um, but she's had a kid. She had River Song, which is, of course, Ben's favourite Doctor Who character of all time. Uh-huh. Um, One of them. There's <laughs> a, a good scene where um, when Amy goes a bit sort of skew if And it reminds me of the scene um, back in the day when we saw Cassandra before she became a trampoline, uh, and she's dancing <laughs> around. What?
4: I'm just laughing at your description. Yes.
1: Um, so Amy sort of starts having a dance of what she thinks is some, some gallant men, and there's a little ballet dancer in the background. It turns out uh, they're all Daleks, but I thought that was quite a clever little scene that. And the Doctor pulls away from that, and there's a scene um that where later on, like we say, where Rory says okay well he'll wear the bangle because they're wearing these bangles that are supposed to protect them from this thing this nano
4: from the nano genes.
1: yeah and so roy offers because um he says if he if he gives amy his he'll have longer before he sort of um succumbs to it because amy's already sort of a bit further on in that department so
4: but then they discover that the doctor has swapped his yeah
1: because the Doctor doesn't succumb to it at all, because he's the Doctor. The Doctor. Yeah.
4: Doctor. Um, I tell
1: you what, I know you... I mean, I, I, you lot all hate her, but I absolutely love Jenna Coleman. I, I, I'm really looking forward to the Clara episodes. I know there was a little bit too Clara, uh, you know... I think it's, not, it's
3: not uh jenna coleman or or the clara character that i hate it's that the way they started writing the series is that her right character her. was taking over mm. for the doctor yeah she but was for so some the, reason I yeah like became the clara show yeah. yeah i
4: know i know it did uh, but, but mildly yeah, irritating. I, I don't have any problem with with clara in these early
3: yeah. couple of seasons either and, okay and, that's fine I know, I know what you're saying what I'm, but well, there is I a point issue, in which I do have an issue with the fact that she becomes the doctor's girlfriend mm. um you know when they are together
1: uh, yeah i'm i am i will reserve um you know because I have to rewatch these and it might remind me later on, but all I can think of yes i i saw your I understood your irritations around the writing of 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 Clara within you know her being maybe the centre character within Doctor Who at the time. No, uh, where it should be yeah. the Doctor. So I mean, But I was
4: she very, was the... very glad to see her finally take off in her target <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> me too. Um,
1: but too. I thought Jenna Coleman her screen presence is, you know, amazing. And i the only thing I find disappointing about her being in this episode and you've got Amy and Rory in it is that you've got a beautiful screen capturing a person like jenna coleman and the same as uh, uh, karen Gillen, and then not they never meet within this story and that's the only chance they had of doing that um,
3: yeah, and, and the, the scenes with jenna coleman because she is so as you say screen capturing mm. are so much better that that um amy comes across being kind of a lesser light in mm. this
1: yeah I find it. I find her. She's very pretty, obviously, but I find her her performance much more mature than she actually was at the time when she, when she did this story. Um, I think she's. It's, it's just. I find it totally engrossing. Um, Jenna's version of this character because it's not quite Clara, is it? It's it's a version of Clara, but it isn't the version of Clara. And obviously, it was an embryonic oh. sort of thing. But yeah, I. Th- just sort of totally captivated by by her i think she's great um
4: i, may I, change I have my a question mind. Mm? is is uh she one of the splinters because I she's that really most of the splinter uh claras call themselves clara
1: yeah but if you find out later on all the claras are clara oswin oswald aren't they so this yeah. is an Oswald oh, okay. oswald
3: yeah yeah, because if we, maybe we get enough... Oswald, Oswald is, the, is
1: the surname, so maybe she's just calling herself by a surname. Possibly, I don't know. I don't care, to be fair. I think she's great. Um, and she was great in this episode, but... Uh, uh, so, like I say, she is guiding them through. She's sat in her little capsule uh, expecting to be sort of rescued at some point point. Uh, and just moving forward, forward a little bit. And uh, they've come to the bit where Amy and Rory sort of make up... Um, again uh, those two so love acting make together. up a lot you <laughs> say they, they love acting together don't they you can yeah. tell <laughs> we've got um, obviously the dynamic between um, karen gillen and matt smith which you can say they love acting together but um she's she's really lucky in, in doctor who because she's got matt smith lead character lead actor she really does have a good rapport with and she's got Rory, who was originally brought in as a, almost like a joke character in, in uh, the first ever episode of, of Matt Smith's era, and she's got that with him as well. So, uh, and of course, Matt Smith's got that with Oswin uh, Osbald. Oswald, she, he's got that with, unless it's just him, just good with acting with people, I don't know, and of course with River Song as well. So um, he's, he's got it, it's, it's got a good sort of blend of actors in it at the moment, um, uh, uh, sort of glossing over the Moffatisms, but... Uh, I don't think this, was, this one's too bad in regards to of this, this, this particular episode. So I'm going to have to move it forward because uh, it, it's too much to describe. If, but it, to cut a long story short, um, <laughs> eventually the Doctor finds hmm. Oswin is actually a Dalek with some rather pathetic I looking heavy... I am not
4: a Dalek. Yeah,
1: some rather... Um, ineffectual and ridiculous looking old chains just going over its head and tying it to the ground i think seem to remember the dalek in dalek had a bit more um, effort put on it in regards to the chains um but it does lead to that the, it's quite an iconic shot of uh the dalek in chains and the doctor sort of up close to the dalek holding it almost like hugging it and sort of speaking into it but not looking into its eye um
6: You know, I wonder. wonder
3: if they don't say, you know, but I wonder if Nick Briggs took over the voice when she became a Dalek because it doesn't sound like him.
1: Uh, Yeah, this probably was him because he is a good vocal actor. Without other than being the Dalek, doesn't he? I think I I seem to Mm -hmm.
3: um, think anyway. She does that thing about why do they hate you so much? You know, I mean, Yeah. yeah, he take over or did. Did she do that? I just wonder. Is, is, I is, have I, a
1: funny feeling it was him. It's just, it, it, it's a good. I was bet Nick Briggs loves this one because he, he has. It gave him the opportunity to do all sorts of different things with the Dalek voices.
2: Um, it could well have actually been both of their voices mixed could have been. together. That would have been a <laughs> cool way of doing yeah, it.
1: Yeah, possibly. I wonder
2: if well, Kirby That's should know. No, Kirby knows everything. If I would ever listened to it, I could tell you, but I haven't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could isolate the actual. Scene. I've got a bit of it here. Uh, here we go. Hey.
0: It wasn't real. It was never real.
1: I I that was Nick Briggs, wasn't it? Yeah, that would but she be was good actually things. she was actually mouthing the words in the scene. Of um, course, uh, um she does realise she's a Dalek, and um, then she apparently this is this is the Moffatism of the story um, wipes the memories of the Doctor from all Daleks. No,
4: for a couple no. of years only. Yeah, that was a bit silly, wasn't it?
1: Um, yes. If the Daleks don't remember the Doctor at all ever, we're never going to have a Dalek story because there's no reason for the Daleks to be, you know sort of looking out and trying to kill the Doctor and so that, that, that yeah, there takes the need for the Daleks being in Doctor Who away um, but uh, like I say uh, it was all done they all forgot him so he didn't kill him so he got away dropped Amy and Rory home and uh, Rory looks really pleased as he thinks he's on for a you know what uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a free McDonald's yes exactly free yeah. McDonald's I saw
6: that <laughs>
1: Um before I say what I think of it, uh, Lillian Robin says, "I found a dress on Amazon that'll work. Need a belt with a whisk." Okay. Um, yeah. Right. So, a sign of the Daleks. Yes. I thought it was quite a sort of uh, engaging. That's a good. That's a word I was looking about. Engaging episode of, of Doctor Who with a good cast. Um, actually, rather good CGI for once. Uh, some of it's some of it was good, some. Uh, but there was a few bits where there was so blatantly obviously CGI because it's a bit too tidy isn't it, when you see these uh, sort of long distance shots of hundreds or thousands of Daleks or whatnot, there are too, they're too um, tidy for me you know, they've got all these, these Daleks that have been bashed up a bit because of war or whatnot, yet they're all spaced out as if someone's sort of set out a ruler and you know and put them in a slightly <laughs> I too did. tidy place. Nothing.
2: They would stand as the Nazis stood for example, he in rigid lines. Yeah, I mean, possibly. surely.
3: But they were supposed to be... Um, yeah, that, that would Garden. be characteristic of Daleks mm. because they're, they're very mechanical. Mm. You know, they would be that way.
2: Maybe. I don't think, I think they stand like just like random. Yeah. Uh, Dave Dalek, you go stand <laughs> over there. <laughs> Dave or, <Darling>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. It, no, that's the that, only that's thing. Not there, mate. Not there, you look like you might be in a line with someone else that Pearson bloke won't like it
1: no, well, no, no, quite time. rightly
2: so but yeah no it was, I thought it was pretty good like I
1: say apart from the the, the, the stupid oh let's make the Daleks uh, forget all, all of the Doctor rather like he tried to do in the previous episode like letting everybody forget about the Doctor um, apart from River, obviously, who then reminded Amy and Roy of the Doctor, and that didn't really last very long at all, did it? So, yeah, apart from that, I thought it was, it, there was no need for that. But It was OK. What do you think of it, Ben? I don't know. I didn't watch it. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: no, I haven't watched it since it was on. When was it on, Sally?
4: Kirby knows. Uh, just a second. I don't have that. No, it wasn't, it wasn't it just a second funny. ago, Kirby. It was on uh, 1st of September 2012.
2: Yep. so that was 12, 11, 11 years, years ago, years ago. <laughs> yeah no,
6: no,
2: I, I can remember at the time um, the whole oh, oh it's Clara but it's not Clara thing yeah. Um, and yeah I can seem to I seem to seem, as they were then the, the big reveal of her being a Dalek yeah it was alright
1: <laughs> thank you Ben uh, right then, uh, Kirby. What did you think?
4: It was okay. What? <laughs> okay. I I have a few problems with it. I can't imagine the uh, Daleks having a parliament. Uh, it, they just don't work that way. It's... Did the Nazis
1: have a parliament?
2: Yeah, but the difference between Nazis and Daleks is how would Daleks get a cast of a vote by with a pen on a voting slip? <laughs> i mean if they tried to use the sucker thingy it would just ruin the paper if they tried to use the exterminate thing it would just exterminate it
3: I, I don't know they build spaceships you know they, yeah. they have very technical things
2: uh, that's, that's very true but did they ever have to hold a big biro or a little voting pencil like they like you get in this country with the little um little, yeah. like golf pencils I'm not sure they'd have the dexterity, actually. Um, Dexterity. And then would they be able to move it to the point where they could put a cross on a bit of paper, fold the bit of paper, and then put it in the voting box? Uh, You haven't thought this through at all, have you?
4: Anyway, it's it's (laughs) it's an entertaining watch. Uh, It's definitely not one of my favorites. Uh, It. I'll watch it occasionally. It's I've watched it more than once in the past ten and a half years but it's okay yes but Jenna Coleman
6: Ben
1: yes, that, that B- has just pointed it, out 11 years it. ago she looked like that
4: she looks like that now amazing yes. and she's even more famous now is she? well from all the things that she's been in since well, she's only been in Victoria is not she?
1: she been I in think more
4: that? than that hasn't been in I mean, any, in any films has it, she? is she
3: okay yeah, Jen, i'll, 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 I'll find
4: lot. out good great oh, i know mo. i didn't know it was a quiz it's not a quiz anyway <laughs> let's
1: find out what mary thinks
3: well i rather enjoyed it um oh i i have to savor the enjoyment of these last Sorry. these last few episodes before my hate washes over.
6: <laughs> well, yeah, so, so. <laughs> yeah, you're,
3: you're going to hear a lot of, lot, a lot, a lot, lot of negative coming up after the, uh, after the. Are we going to have to put show. lots of
1: alkaline over the
3: microphone? becomes, you know, the central character. Um, but, yeah, but Jenna Coleman in this is wonderful. Um, you know, so I, I don't blame her and I, and I don't hate her. I think she's she is one of the, the shining lights in this story. And and, and I like Moffat written stories. You know, they don't make a bit of sense, but they're fun. <laughs> they're adventures. There's lots of good humor. Um, yeah, so, yes, I, I have to love them while I can. So that's it.
1: I just had uh, um, some feedback come through from Roberts, which I shall probably get Mary to uh, uh, read out uh, in due course. Uh, very soon. No, actually, we get. Kirby's good at doing Australian accents. We'll get Kirby to do in due course, good day, mate. So is they it, start with good A, same, mate.
4: Is it the same feedback that he sent to the group? Yes,
1: obviously. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, if Australians start off by saying good day, mate, you dag, and stuff like that, so you have to try and insert sort of. Uh, colloquialisms <laughs> like that into it to make it authy, but yeah, I won't, I to, won't
4: do, do that. I need to go get some shrimp and put it on the Barbie? That
1: sort of thing, but but not with an American accent, Kobe. It's with an Australian accent.
3: <laughs> yeah, putting a shrimp on the Barbie in an American accent really kills it.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah. It doesn't sound very. You can say the words, but you've got to sound like the. Yeah. Just think, Paul Hogan and. uh this is a knife. Is this That's not a knife. This is a knife. That's the, sort of knife. Yeah, the, the other
2: <laughs> I thing. I haven't
4: watched that movie in ages. I
2: the, too. the other one, you've got to be really careful about yeah. it, depending on what accent you say it in. Because if you say it in an Australian accent, it sounds fine. Mm. But if you say, you big spunk, in an English accent, it doesn't come across the same. It no, uh, doesn't no. come across the same. No, no it, pun it doesn't, intent. no.
1: All right, then. How are we getting on then, Kirby? Because you know what I'm asking you to do, because uh, we've done this sort of uh, feature on the show for about seven years. So uh, we're now going to do the feedback, what Kirby has asked for people to, re- uh, to send in. Um, I'm dragging it out, and I'm not going to drag it out
4: anymore. You, know, you don't need to drag it out. I just need to put the comments in chronological order. Oh, so
6: uh, just
4: read the comments. P- Andy, <laughs> Andy, Andy, so... just, just read them. <laughs> Well, now I've put them in chronological order, okay? Okay. So there, Andy said, uh, thanks, Kirby. I have loads to do. Uh, Billy Kirkbright said, oh, I didn't fall asleep. (laughs)
1: Sorry, I missed that bit. Say again.
4: (laughs) I didn't fall asleep halfway through it, which means that it must have been decent, wonderful concept, insane Daleks locked up in an asylum. How terrifying. Wonderful reference to earlier Dalek stories, I'll give it eight one slash two slash ten.
1: Right before, we, before you say the next one, eight, eight Billy, and a half out of ten. Billy, next <laughs> time, next time you um, send in one of your lovely bits of feedback, please t- please try and write it as you would say it, and then hopefully Kirby will be able to read it out <laughs> sounding like you. Right then, sorry, carry on <laughs> to Brandon Moore.
4: Mister M says the doctor is acquired a sum of the Daleks by. Stevie Moffat, this is a great season opener, and I love the series' use of movie of the week ideas with some great episode titles. The concept of a Dalek asylum is really fun, though as some might say, some might oh, say. Oh, naughty! that not
1: allowed. <laughs> only, and this, only Mr. I don't bother sending feedback in Butcher uh, is allowed to do that.
4: Yeah, why doesn't he send Because you upset anymore?
1: him. You upset him apparently. I don't know.
4: He, he, needs, he needs to put out a book of that feedback, you know. Too late now. He has got enough to make the book now. He stopped sending it I out. know.
2: He's stuck. Yeah. Uh, some might yeah, say I, this story I, is... not blame me. <laughs> Why blame you? <laughs> this By story... You, get blamed for everything. No, oh, okay. It's Ben's fault. Yeah.
4: May I continue? Yes. All right. Yes. <laughs> this story yes. is one yes. episode too short. Wow, he does sound like... He really has. He's nicked all his betters.
2: <laughs> maybe maybe like the worst Hint really is ever. ever. Copyright. If he signs off as uh, the Councilor Alan T. Butcher, <laughs> yeah. and then someone shouts Ricky after it, they know that absolutely... That's probably why he's not doing it anymore, Ben. The Yeah, I didn't think of that one. This, yeah.
4: this story is one episode too short, as I would have liked to have seen more of The Asylum. The story's a bit bogged down with other elements to get a chance to really explore the setting. I'm not too sure about the Daleks harvesting humans, but seeing the eye socks coming out of people's heads look good. Parliament of the Daleks is also an odd idea.
2: Yep, you're right. Can't, I like, can't sign the voting slips, properly. <laughs> I like
4: the Daleks database being wife of the Doctor. It's a shame that it's so quickly undone in time of the Doctor. Yep. Amy and Rory being separated gives them some nice stuff to do. But again, it could well have been more interesting if it had taken several episodes for them to be reconciled. Karen Gillan is hot. I said this already. But I have to say that Jenna Coleman is even hotter. I said that too, but I didn't use those words. I actually (laughs) saw her on stage a few weeks ago at front row seats for lemons, 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 lemons at the Harold Pinter theater. And I can honestly say she is one of the most beautiful human beings I've ever seen. Anyway, it's a shame that Oswin dies in this episode, as she would have made a great regular character. She looked great in in that red dress. Alan! Alan! Where's your Alan? (laughs) (laughs) She looked great in that red dress. At the time, her surprise appearance in this episode blew me away and raised so many questions. There are a couple of odd recurring features across the five episodes in series 7a, namely eggs and light bulbs. They're everywhere. Really? Oh, I guess so. We'll we'll have to keep our eyes open for that. Overall, I really like this one. I just wish the ideas had more time to develop. I'd give this 7.5 out of 10. Next time, primeval in space. (laughs) And Ian Kirk says, I like how the photo seems to have them holding hands that he's referring to the photo I put.
1: Yes, well done, Kirby. Um, You you can't read the next bit, but um, yeah, uh, it's interesting that Brandon said about next time Primeval in space. Of course, Primeval was running when that episode came out, and I'm pretty sure uh, that was what was mentioned uh, because Primeval was trying to be Doctor Who and Doctor Who
4: therefore tried to be Primeval. Yeah, I remember you were always coming on and saying uh, that you Primeval's good. Primeval's horrible. Primeval's good. Primeval's
1: horrible. Yeah, it, I think it was quite good for a couple of Ad- seasons, horrible. and then epi- every episode seemed to be the same story. And then it started being bad. But I have met the I've bloke from Primeval. It. He's quite a nice chap. I'm uh, nice. Uh, right then, so I suppose we better carry on with some um other bits of feedback. uh Let's try this one. Oh, hang on, what's this here? Oh, I'll do. I'll, I'll, I'll send. I'll. We'll play this one, and then I'll send some text
0: out to Well, the good afternoon, Tony Ruggles, Andy, then here. It's just, uh, called 6 on Sunday night. I'm just a loud, in Annie. Bath. I've been, I had a lovely day. I went to church this morning. I took Zach to a Nerf gun birthday party, went stomping around the local forest for an hour and a half, and I've done about 17,000 paces on so Nacket Anyway, yesterday morning, I did my ironing with a new ironing board. There you go, there he was. And what's the sign the dialect? What surprised me was the term. Um, I couldn't actually remember anything about this story, which, given the fact I thoroughly enjoyed it, was quite a surprise. Um, I couldn't remember the fact that Jenna Coleman appeared in the first time and then probably disappeared before reappearing later. However, I think that the whole story itself, the Daleks actually get the Doctor to come and try and save them, is uh, really rather good. I mean, it just shows that uh, they can't help themselves if he turns worst enemy. Well, I mean, obviously, what they were assuming they were going to do is he would go down, turn off the uh, force field, and blow the planet up and blow him up with it. But... Uh, They really are quite gorgeous, aren't the Daleks? I mean, how many times have they tried to beat them? They've never managed it yet. Um, I like the black references to things like Spiridon and the planet of the Daleks and things like that, um, which is a good cross-referencing to uh, stories that for a fan would mean a lot and for people who aren't a fan actually wouldn't actually take anything away. And there's two other bits in there that were like that. Uh, If you had seen the uh, Pond Life prequels you found out why they were splitting up, although the actual reason for it came earlier came up rather in the in the in the story itself, with uh Ronnie actually going because I think he'd had enough of Amy and you yeah, know I think we all had a certain time to have done that, but uh, twenty five years on we're still together. Um but also Amy saying, Well I let you go and it's um the fact that t- I didn't realise she couldn't touch children, I don't think that's ever been referred to before. It also makes sense to reference in PS, which is like an unmade story, I think if people have seen this, where, um, oh, Roy's dad, his name I've completely forgotten, I'm sure Kirby's now shouting his at me, and thank you, Kirby, uh, I still can't remember it, um, meets his adopted grandson in, uh, the, the, semester, the over, voiceover from Roy saying, We finally adopted, I wonder, well, why did they adopt, and, and now you found out, and, uh, P.S. It's a, it's a very, very moving little story. It's only about five, six minutes it long is. and it's all done with, um, board strips. But it's quite poignant today because it's 15 years ago today that I said goodbye to my own dad for the last time. So, uh, yeah, it's one that I will always watch and I always have it here in my iPhone because it is really quite moving. However, the story itself, I think it really rocks along and it's, um, human Daleks. I don't think anyone saw that coming. I am and then a uh, human the Daleks do you realizing the doctor and his companions again it's, it's they actually do understand the doctor to a certain degree, but they just never know they're never going get to beat him, are they um, There are some bits we you know where the goes uh, this crash spacecraft, and the guy walks in and says, but anyway, it's only two hours ago, and then suddenly i oh, actually I because I died a year ago, and I died outside of my body preserved. and then suddenly it 's uh, oh flipping egg, these things are coming to life I mean human Daleks were actually excellent, I think they really were. Then you just get to see Souffle Girl, as she was then. I forget, you know, she has so many different names in this story, doesn't she? General, General, General Coleman and all the characters. And it's, uh, yes, she eats burning Souffles. I mean, yeah, Souffles, i as a, 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 an experienced cook myself. I do know they're not exactly easy to make. You have to get them just right. But uh, the Doctor is the only one who goes about and eggs and eggs exterminate, of course, becomes a standing joke in the milk. And then, you know, he does realise that, yes, you know, she actually she is a Dalek. But did she start off as being a Dalek? And was she as human and became a Dalek? This is what I don't think we ever got told. I'm not sure. I'm trying to think ahead. Spoilers! Whether this There'll actually be gets on. followed up. But it's interesting the fact that she still remains, still retained enough of her humanity, if you ever had the humanity to be referred to, to actually help the Doctor and to to release him and to save him. And by making the Daleks forget. Now, again, that's interesting. I don't think that ever got referred to again. Because presumably it can only be this particular batch of Daleks you may forget because... Uh, Obviously, the rest of the Daleks, whenever he comes across them in the future, always do remember exactly who he is. So it's, um, do you have a little, um, obviously, I'm guessing they all got destroyed at the end, so uh, that didn't really matter. But it'd uh, be interesting if uh, any of them actually got out and the word got out, well, who is the Doctor? And the are chanting Doctor Who at the end, of course, would make any fan laugh. And all in all, I mean, I must admit, I did thoroughly enjoy this story. Um, it certainly showed Amy and Rory in a different light, you know, on the verge of divorce. Uh, Rory, you know, really tearing his hair out. Amy... You think Amy's just being selfish and doing it for her own career, then you realise what it's all about. It actually just make them really more 3D characters. You know, they've got a lot of backstory in it, and the fact they they stayed together after all that. Although... They still don't travel the doctor again, or they well they do later, but I mean they go home. And they, I think these must be the first characters who actually did get dropped off and picked up from time to time. I can't remember any other companions who had that, so that was unusual. But yeah, all in all, thoroughly enjoyed this story, and uh, I'm now going to fall in the bath. So uh, until next time, I you'll be seeing you. Did he say fall in the bath?
1: Mm-hmm. I hope not. Anyway, well, he was talking about the, the bit the the end, uh, which seems to happen quite a lot uh, in some of these Moffat stories, this Doctor Who thingy, because obviously we yeah. had it with M- yeah. Doria Moldavar in the last thing, wasn't it? Doctor mm. Who. Now, my um, cousin Robert Eady, Doctor, ironically, Doctor Robert Eadie, um, he, he sort of looks after doctors at... <laughs> at Belfast Titanic um, you know the original docks where Ty- the Titanic was built um, so he's a doctor who looks after doctors that's a true story that too she
2: deserves okay. a certain amount of uh, okay. right. yeah. is there a punchline to this or <laughs> not a punchline it's, <laughs> it's a it's bloody story <laughs> it was a lovely story Adam thanks for the anecdote yes though. it was <laughs>
1: Right then, Mary, or, I've sent you over something. I can't remember what it was.
4: What do you want me to read Robert? Oh, Mary's
1: going to read Robert. No, not you. I'm going to get Mary. You've already um, um given us your dulcet tones by reading out your feedback section. So Mary's la, now going to read Robert. La. Because I know that you're going to struggle doing the Aussie accent. But Mary can do it just like that. The accent? I don't think
3: so. <laughs> In fact, Robert doesn't have an Australian accent. Oh, don't be pedantic, Mary. So I think I'm being saved by that.
4: <laughs> yeah, wasn't okay, Robert, Robert
3: originally British anyway? <laughs> it, so was blimmin' Billy, but he's Australian, I think. So Robert is originally English, so he, he's kept that. Excuses, right. excuses. So Robert's feedback. I'm I'm going to have to sit this one out, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I quite liked this. I don't remember what I originally thought. Some nice scenes between Amy and Rory when they talk things out, though I'm not one who really likes all this relationship stuff in Doctor Who. Some nice odd moments, such as when they discover the crew and the guys acting weird. I still don't know what I think of the Dalek people, though when the eyepiece comes out, it reminds me of the helmets seen in Resurrection of the Daleks. Though when it's explained about those Daleks who have survived him, citing those stories mentioned, it would help if we actually saw appropriate Daleks from those times and not knew who Daleks. While well, that kind of twist with who Oswin is, the Dalek has been done in movies before. Uh, the twist, not people being Daleks. It was done well here, and quite sadly. Though points, uh, the points off for Moffat and the stupid effing doctor who crap (laughs) (laughs) that's it from robert
1: Uh, thank you mary thank you robert okay before ben does uh, his little bit we'll play this
5: hello 20 megawatt is in kirk hello in asylum of the daleks by stephen moffat I thought you were just pouting at a camera. In the classic series, some Daleks had guns that looked like egg whisks. Mm. Maybe that was the source of the souffle reference. Very good. The classic series, Human Slaves, had helmets because they could not do effects like this. Some Daleks in asylum are not allowed to have weapons. A hint of politics there. We have the first appearance of the impossible girl and her first death. I don't think she will die as often as Rory. Oswin manages to wipe out the Daleks memory of the Doctor, a feat the Doctor and Mickey previously managed to pull with humans. If your divorce papers get lost on a Dalek spaceship, then I suppose you are still married. Back in 1963, the Doctor was there to do the thinking and Ian was available if any violence was needed. Yes. They missed an opportunity with this story to have a dialect companion. <laughs> Bye for now.
1: Very good. He's good, isn't he? Yeah. reckon right, He should do um, feedback on the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast. Uh, let's see what's coming through on the live feed before we have Ben. We've got. Oh, hang on. Look, I've got another. Find another jingle here. All uh, right. We've got. What have we got? Uh, Brandon Moore. Sorry, I'm late. I was too busy making souffles, and Tim Drury says the the one with all the Daleks typing this from my seat at Cambridge Corn Exchange. Less than half an hour till a, an evening comedy, uh, an evening of comedy with Dave Gorman.
6: Thank you thanks good. for
1: taking the time to send that in tim a big daleks
4: pardon. were ty- are typing this what you said uh the one with all the daleks typing this comma <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, i did oh, pause we, have, we have all the daleks I- comma I- typing this from my seat at cambridge okay. corn exchange
4: okay
2: Right. OK, no, that's fine. If we need to now start speaking punctuation, Kirby, that's fine.
4: <laughs>
2: uh, and now it's <laughs> over to Ben Shabala, who is now going to
1: dictate a special bit of feedback that isn't from uh, Councillor Alan T. Richard.
2: Oh, good. Dot, dot, dot. The latest yearly outing for the Daleks, exclamation mark. oh. <laughs> 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 Once more, the Daleks appear. Space exclamation mark. Yeah. Did a, quote, Terry Nation Army, unquote, have that much power in the BBC, dot, 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 dot? <laughs> a new foe would have been nice. Full stop.
1: That's
2: Oh, snow, comma. It must be Christmas. Oh, sorry. It must be a Christmas show. Full stop. Oh, no, it's not. Full stop. <laughs> now, let's get this straight, comma. This is the one where we're told a few weeks before transmission there would be a new companion, open brackets, Jenna Coleman, close bracket, only for he her forgot to, to put be a the floor, Dalek then. to die at the end of the program, full stop. The new eye stalk in dead people's foreheads is a great idea, full stop. Oh, well, comma. The Teletubby Daleks had to be there, I suppose, full stop. Hum, who was the young lady in red? Will we ever see her again? Four dots, <laughs> well, it's another dot. At least a special weapons Dalek appears. Quote, there's a nose joke if anyone wants to
1: pick it. Ah, very good.
2: Unquote. (laughs) Quote, identify, comma, identify, unquote. Quote, run, you clever boy, five dots, and remember, dot, um, unquote. Next up, the Chibnall story, dinosaurs on a spaceship, no Punctuation where there should be so at therefore, least.
4: Or you shouldn't have actually said it then. It should, be stop, yeah. no, it should be a full stop.
2: There should be a full stop there. There's yeah. nothing. Um, I'll yeah. give up. <laughs> <laughs> Stay safe, everyone. Full stop. Linda and Terry both punctuated correctly with capital letters and a full stop at the end of the <laughs> yeah. um, I will give that 99% of punctuation due to the missing uh, co- yeah. full stop at the end of the spaceship on the third last sentence. But congratulations, Linda and Terry. You've
1: passed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we haven't been around for three weeks. So uh, when I move over to the next section of the show, which is Doctor Who news, I'll be very disappointed not to find any. I've got some. So let's see what we got.
2: I've um, got
1: some. You have? What? looks not... news?
2: Yes. I'm actually proper real Doctor Who news. That is mm. about real Doctor Who's and stuff and people mm. to do and with Doctor Who.
1: That requires a bit of special music, doesn't it really? No, it uh. doesn't. Well, you say no, it doesn't. No, I can't be asked for
2: that. Oh, so, um, basically, there was an interview that went out with the old Chibbers uh, earlier in the week. I think it was on the Radio Times, uh, in which he was very um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, agreeable to the fact that what he has written uh, in his stories in Doctor Who, the thing, you know the 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 beef of the story will basically all be ripped up and uh completely changed in the next couple of years and that's what you've got to get used to when you're the head of doctor who writing is that you'll write something in it and then someone else will completely reverse it so um he was being quizzed on whether he, he was worried about that and he said no it happens to everybody so basically everything that he's done will be reversed and it always has been if you have a look through the history of Doctor Who, and that's okay. doctor yep. who news today
1: Yes, but I, saw, I read somewhere yesterday that there was supposed to be an announcement, Doctor Who announcement, coming up at some point yesterday.
5: Oh,
2: oh,
1: I didn't that's see it. it.
2: Did you not see it? No. Right, the no. announcement was is um, that uh, Kirby, you'll be quite excited by this. Uh, Doctor Who Confidential's coming back. But Ooh.
4: I said that I told you guys that rumor like a year ago.
2: Well, I mean that it's may have a been competition for oh, be, could be considered a guess. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
6: <laughs> no,
4: uh, Moffat came out right as he was announced as the new showrunner. And not 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 Moffitt. Ah <laughs> <laughs> well capture that. One. Said said as he was when he was announced as the new showrunner he was bringing back something like confidential. So no.
2: That was kind of the exact words they used, actually, Kirby. Yeah. Something like Confidential. Yes. It's it's a it's a, um, it's a spin-off of the Doctor Who um, show, just like Confidential was, whether they call it Confidential or Doctor Who Uncovered or Doctor Who Dematerialized, Oh, that was clever. Um, I hate like
4: the scenes of Doctor Who.
2: Oh, um, Kirby, you've just beaten all of my ones. <laughs> mm, of yeah, that, so uh, there's two bits of Doctor Who news, and a third bit is... That sounds like a hovercraft switching
1: off.
6: (laughs) See if anyone
2: actually got some decent stereo, that would have sounded really good, because I went all the way around my microphone. Uh (laughs) It's the Doppler effect. I need a a Doppler for my feet.
6: I
3: don't know about anybody else, but I'm enjoying this.
2: it's only you, Mary. No, no, it's not. I'm really enjoying
6: it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm done. Okay, have you got right. any Doctor Who news, or should we move on to sponsors? Well, I have got some sponsors. More who won that Codas Who won that Codas UK? Yes, it was Kirby. Thank uh, you for This was posted was Never
1: time.
4: heard of it. When do we last
1: record? It was in March at some point, wasn't it? Nothing wrong, uh, right? It, Doctor Who magazine it, it, episode, oh, issue, and need said episode issue five, eight, nine. We need nearly, nearly caught up with Doctor Who magazine on um, issues of the show at least. Now, the latest edition of Doctor Who magazine: the programme's directors discuss the new TARDIS. The latest mm-hmm. Doctor Who magazine includes an exclusive interview with all three directors of the forthcoming 60th anniversary specials: Chania Button, Tom Kingsley, and Rachel Talalay or Talalay or whatever it is uh, in this revealing feature they'll discuss the new TARDIS set now I'm going to only do one of these quotes that these people have done because I could be all day reading them out Chania uh, Ch- no, Chania button says oh my gosh it's enormous oh my fly's undone
2: that's what she said quite literally
1: <laughs> I mean it's absolutely beautiful my flies must be undone I'll just do <laughs> it at the it's side a side of, sort of
2: church-like. Oh, that's an image nobody ever needs.
1: <laughs> it's a sort of church-like in scale. Oh dear, well, that sounds. A bit if it's got a spire, I suppose it would. Anyway, um, and yet it's also this intimate spa- space that takes you from one place to another, to even larger, wider worlds. Oh, there, are. it tidied itself up a little bit at the end of that statement. Yeah. So there's a, uh, a good issue of Doctor magazine with. Um, we've got three doctors on the cover. Hartnell, Troughton, Tennant. Um, what they
2: need to do is they need it's to make it so huge inside that it's like different every time, so you never yeah. actually know where you are in the TARDIS. And so, <laughs> just like bring any old tatty bit of set out and go, Yeah, it's the TARDIS. Yeah. And then from the outside, because like they haven't got the funds anymore to move around a big b- wooden blue box, yeah. they just make it's like a Ford Cortina or something like that. <laughs> the BBC budget cuts hit Doctor Who. But then actually, because it's Disney, they'll have to make it some sort of massive Disney. Mickey Mouse cuddly toy or maybe like Pluto's car actually (laughs) can be the new TARDIS. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Pardon? It's for me. Longing for Longleat.
1: 40 years ago this week, any serious Doctor Who fan was heading for the west of England and the stately home of Longleat for the BBC official event celebrating 20 years of Doctor Who. Those who made the journey and paid the seven pounds of the two-day ticket—seven quid for two days—were um, treated to the greatest collection of stars and memorabilia from the series ever collected together in one place. Not only were all four surviving doctors in attendance, but many companion members of the production team—oh, sorry, companions and members of the production team—were there to answer fans' questions and sign autographs probably for free in those days
2: yeah the day was incre- pardon yes quite
1: mm. the day was pri. uh sorry the day was uh, incredibly popular taking the bbc by surprise with queues clogging up the wiltshire lanes for miles around nowadays only clogs at wiltshire lanes or lanes in the west country who are trying to get into jeremy clarkson's shop um to mark Likely, ad- that's
2: that's really mental because jeremy clarkson shops in oxfordshire
1: Oh right, I tried to do a joke, it didn't work.
2: But if yes, I had, got the, I, I had got the geography right, that would have been really clever. Um,
1: to my stop being cheeky. To
2: get to clubs and right. <laughs> All the way from Wiltshire. Stop oh, it! Have have <laughs> I'll
1: have to go upstairs and get the dog, but I will have to. I will have to go anyway. Uh, the, to mark the anniversary of the new download, eh? to mark the anniversary, a new download has been made available. Longing for Longleat. The download has been created by John Collier and Alex Storer, who previously created two ebooks celebrating the Doctor Who exhibitions in Blackpool. I went to one of those. It was called Blackpool. And I've do downloaded Boy, that
4: that particular book before it's really interesting yeah.
1: the publication is packed full of previously unseen photos and memories from attendees of some of the uh, and some of the people behind the event it can be downloaded for free if you go to doctor who news right dot net and there's a link on this particular article uh, on the article itself it's got some free charming old style photos that weren't taken with digital cameras of john pertwee janet
2: fielding and tom baker Jinx mon- monsoon. Be downloaded from then, because you've like dangled this massive carrot and gone, look I everyone. Just I've got. bloody gone. well
1: said. If you go to DoctorWhoNews.net and look. Down scroll down to the longing for Long Leaked article. There's a link on that article, right? Uh, so it's
2: jin- all easy to know.
1: Yes, a Jinx Monsoon joins a Doctor Who. Award-winning actress and singer Jinx Monsoon to enjoy the cast of Doctor Who. Monsoon is the, winning, is the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race and has recently completed a sellout run in Chicago on Broadway. Uh, so,
2: can I yeah. join in with the rest of the world by saying and, who?
1: Yeah, <laughs> just, uh, the winner of the, just said the RuPaul's Drag Race. What? Uh, Oh, Ru Paul's Drag Race. Yeah,
2: I I don't watch. I don't, I don't watch either, but it's very popular.
1: It's on the uh, the iPlayer, was it BBC Three or something? I don't know. Uh, Stephen Moffat wins Terence Sticks Award for being a crap. Oh, sorry. I
4: uh, thought. Does this mean that does this mean that uh, Doctor Who will be uh, banned in Florida?
1: What? Are you not allowed to be a
3: drag queen in Florida?
4: <laughs> or is it Tennessee? Yeah, one mind. of those
3: states. Oh. No, you can be a drag queen. You just—they're just outlawing drag queen story hours. That's all. What's a story okay.
1: hour?
2: Where drag queens sit down and teach little children about being drag oh,
3: queens. Oh, those! Oh, they're silly. Wait,
1: um, Stephen is, Moffat has mm, become a second. Interesting, re- not it? <laughs> Stephen Moffat has become the second recipient of the. And I don't. I don't, I don't I'm not going to get into it. So I nearly went there. I nearly went there, but I didn't. um <laughs> Yeah, he's <laughs> been, uh, he been the second recipient, recipient of the Terence Dix Award for Writers uh, by the Doctor Who Appreciation Society. Wonder why. What's he done? Uh, right then, so that concludes uh, Doctor Who News via that page. And um, I am curious to look on the BBC Doctor Who page to see if anything has happened. They, they never really put much room on the news, sorry, on the BBC Doctor Who page of any use,
2: uh, apart from stuff that we already nah. know. It's not like a um, like a decent Doctor Who site. It's kind of like we produce Doctor Who, and oh, here's mm. something that may have happened about a year ago. Mm. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> yeah. what it yeah. is.
3: Or, or it's uh, like just a lot of advertising to me. I mean, Way back the,
4: uh, when New Who first came out, the Doctor Who page on the BBC was great.
2: Yeah, it was. It was, it was, it was some
4: like wonderful stuff of... out there. Right. And you, yeah. can, you can
1: still find some of it archived. Mm. I can vindicate this point i just made this is when you go to uh, the it says bbc.co.uk forward slash blogs forward slash doctor who and click on latest news as tabs The latest news according to the bbc doctor who pages on sunday the 25th of july 2021 oh um, right. <laughs> game of thrones star jacob anderson is set to make his debut on doctor who later this year he's done dusted and finished
2: his time on doctor who
6: yeah. um, <laughs>
2: Right. So, they, they, uh, but I bet you if you went to www.disney.com forward slash Doctor Who, you'd have all the latest news.
1: Oh God, they're useless, so. aren't they? They're I really bad. So. Uh, so that concludes, uh, sadly, because of the BBC's inadequacies in the keeping up to date department. Um, what's that? I thought that's more news that I missed, but isn't there's nothing there. Terrible. It's just all about the 13th Doctor. Um, Okay. Um, ben said he wanted to do, uh, or wanted me to do the, um, what do they call those things? Oh, yeah, sponsors, no. that's it. whoon.co.uk, an Isle of Wight Company. So whoon.co.uk. Yes, an Isle of White Company, so hey, may yes, I, White Company I may add. Uh, there are some latest products coming up on their website. Uh, one is the Daleks Ultimate Comic Strip Collection 2. Yeah, yeah it's a 1999 paperback, um, probably in the sort of comic book size presentation uh, that's available by now along with the third doctor adventures uh, return of joe jones good old joe jones the, played by the beautiful and wonderful and rather aged katie manning but the matter she's, aided, she's still beautiful one to take away with the other one there mate uh... she's beautiful but i can't get it i, I don't think she's had that many facelifts but uh, i tell you what she's beautiful and um, a very 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 nice lady
2: Uh, she's gonna love you after this last minute of podcasting i think i got a funny feeling
1: i I got a funny feeling katie manning knows she's quite old how old is katie manning then kirby i don't know i'll have to look it (laughs) up.
4: i don't know
2: i guess i guess about 35 years old i think we have a facility for this don't we alexa how old is katie manning 40 i'm going 40 40. networthpost.com
1: Manning is 32 years. Oh, what? Oh, though she would be delighted with that, but I think somebody talked over the question. question. I said 35 initially. I'm going to ask the question again. Alexa, how old is Katie Manning?
6: From celebnetworthpost.com. Manning is
1: 32 years. Oh,
6: okay. Alexa
1: assures us that she is, in fact, 32 years. I think she might yeah. be getting confused so, There's the, another,
4: hang on, another Alexa. Manning. Uh,
1: Stop. I mean, I'm is, yeah i don't Can want surprise no i'm not shut up right then uh, katie <laughs> there
4: there there no. are two katie mannings i think no, katie no, Manning, no. english
1: There's australian actress no. apparently yeah. right, she is 76 all right she's not no, that old trombones right, i take it all back sorry katie um, she's 40 i saw her last year she's lovely lovely lady yeah I,
3: I remember
4: going to uh a time gate back when it was time gate instead of atlanta mm. and uh, i was just standing outside of some room and katie manning comes wandering along just gives me a hug for no apparent reason and <laughs> yeah wonderful. she gave me a
1: hug it was a wonderful moment that i shall cherish it was,
4: it was fantastic
1: yeah um i spelled who won wrong I that code, uh, yes, anyway, but, but, yeah. I just went up to her and said, "It's I, I've, I've had I've been waiting for how many years, um quite a lot of time." And she said uh, something on the lines of, uh, I it, <laughs> <Where's that from? laughs> "Oh, I hope it's worth it, darling." Where's that? Um, I hope it's worth it. First Doctor Adventures, Demon Song must be a Father of River Song. I oh, know that was Rory, wasn't it? um Sorry, trap wind. Uh, Demon Song, managing to land the TARDIS in Dodo's far-flung future in 2020s. Doctor detects a haunting melody on the streets of Camden. People are going missing, and one of them is Dodo. And a lot of people who uh, remember Dodo will probably wish she'd gone missing a bit more sooner than she did. Uh, (laughs) Dive from the Song Eleven, which features Ben's favourite actress in Doctor Who alex kingston Uh, riversong decides to investigate a temporal anomaly after a lunar university expedition makes some odd discoveries in an old earth house pages of her own diary with an inscrutable riddle written across them and the eighth doctor time war five Cassette. Is that a Cass? Oh, Cass. Looks like Cassette. I was reading that wrong. That was already mentioned last time. I'm just going to see what's going to be coming soon. That's his stuff you can pre-order through whoone.co.uk. Fourth Doctor, 12.1 New Frontiers. I don't know how he's still doing these productions, Tom, because he's so frail. I saw a picture of somebody papped with their phone the other day while he was just sitting on a park bench. Eighth um, eighth of March 3, Louis Jameson, who's currently in Emmerdale. Um, and 11th Doctor Chronicles 4 all of time and space um 11th doctor what is, that? is uh, matt smith doing big finish now then
3: no he's assuming, that's yes. not big finish
1: oh is it not
3: that's bbc no i think you find it's big finish well it or says... if it is if it is a uh, big finish then it's someone narrating it it's not matt smith himself
1: yeah on the cover is a picture of, it does say bbc doctor all of time and space and at the bottom big finish and Matt Smith is on the cover, but you yeah. know more than
3: um, there, we there's do. several Doctor Eleventh uh, Doctor Chronicles out there, but it's always a companion that is narrating what you know what the Doctor is doing. It's not the Doctor himself.
1: Okay, and of course there's a few Torchwood things coming out, which we now accept as tortured as long as our friend of the show Gareth David Lloyd is in them, playing the dead, but not dead. Yanto Jones.
6: He's getting
1: better. That is uh, who1.co.uk. (laughs) Lavazi.co.uk. Yes, Lavazi.co.uk. Who are sponsoring Vilile Shabalala at Fantastic on Three, and essentially the podcast, but on the back of that, um, have some Doctor Who merchandise available to them. You can get a slightly dated uh, 2023 diary. It says if you shop today, you get a free diary. Uh, of the, And it's got the TARDIS. basically It's a TARDIS diary. It is a few months sort of late, but you will get one for free if you... Uh, well, that's why pay. they're giving them away. That's right. And guess what you can get? These amazing things at the Lavazzi shop. Fourth Doctor Scarves. Yeah, they're great. I got one right over there. And 13th Doctor Scarves don't get the same and if if you are sort of have a particular allegiance to LGBTQ plus uh, causes the 13th Doctor Scarf is perfect because it has that sort of rainbowy thing on it so that's perfect for them and also we have uh, season 13th Burgundy Scarf I know I was talking to um, Julian Clark today and he's getting a, a burgundy jacket made for him that is to you know screen spec of the uh fourth doctor and uh, that would be a perfect accompaniment accompaniment to that although Alistair Pearson has the season 18 scarf and he reckons it is screen accurate unlike the Lavazzi one the the Lavazzi one for me does the job I'm quite happy with my one Uh, you can also get the uh, seventh doctor Paisley Hankey and is paisley scarf as well so there's lots of cosplay items as well as the fifth doctor jumper cricket jumper and lots of malarkey and the, the umbrella as well um join their blog and join their um emailing list as well because uh, they are very interactive when it comes to doctor who they do sell other things like you know normal stuff knitwear and star trek merchandise and whatnot it's navazi.co.uk now earlier on in the show mr Bartlett sloan of kirbyness uh had asked me to talk about um heroes con which was today well, i took a day off work do you have any so.
4: pictures posted
1: yet i posted post a video on tiktok
4: uh
1: do you want me to try and post that one on the 20 megabyte page it's basically a little walk through video uh, that would so be we'll
4: nice find. yes
2: I'm afraid at this point I'm going to have to dip away due to Wait. work commitments. So it's been lovely talking to me all. It? And enjoy them's next segment.
4: Ben, um, ben, did you did you see uh, what I sent over on the little chat? You need to do uh, Victor Borges' phonetic punctuation next time.
2: Hold on. Yeah, why ben, did you send that? The, you
1: just might come out and say it in the show.
2: <laughs> I shall have a look at that in a second, Kirby. Okay. But uh, yes, i would love to speak. And yes, uh, thanks, I think, thanks, thanks for start. coming
1: on, Ben. Because I forgot to ask, so I was quite pleased the fact that you decided to take it upon
2: yourself to uh, to attend. So oh, wow. thank you very much. I, I do check the uh, the group chat once That's, every fortnight. Very oh, nice, isn't that yeah. nice of everybody?
4: Oh, then anyway, we're nice. recording yeah. next.
1: Next week, and oh, now why ask me now? It, I don't because, know. Because,
4: what because I Ben is about to drop off, and he That's would need now. That sounds
2: up. painful. I'll, I'll have a look at the chat and see if everyone says, See you Saturday or Sunday. Mm, okay. Right okay. <laughs> right, see so you later, somebody. everybody. Take care. Oh, goodbye.
6: Bye,
1: Ben. Bye. Yeah, Bill, I'm pretty sure I'll put the video on here somewhere. Oh, here it is. I'll have to post the video that uh, TikTok sent me rather than the link to the TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok? Yeah. TikTok video. <laughs> uh, and I've got to put a thing that says, Heroes. Uh, Newport, Oil. I'll put a comma in there. i hang on. Oh, oh, come on, what? Are, uh, it's not an L. Isle of White. Right. And boost. Okay, right. So next week is, yeah, it's fine. St. George's Day next week, but uh, there's nothing on my schedule. So yes, it will be next week. Uh, where did I get up to before you interrupt me, uh, Kirby? I was about to say something. I oh, yes, Heroes Con. Pictures. Okay, so Heroes Con, little event uh, done by our friends at Heroes, who used to sponsor the show but don't anymore because um, I don't think they feel there's a need to. But, um, yeah, their event is, there's no celebrity guest or anything. It's basically a cosplay uh, event and a couple of um, some artists and, you know, comic <laughs> artists. They're basically very so all geared around selling comics uh we had a uh i'll keep forgetting the name of that robot from short circuit darn anybody remember it's a film called short circuit and short circuit two short circuit two was very sad but short, i never really saw a short circuit one anybody remember the name of the blimmin robot from short circuit no one never
3: saw either film yeah.
1: okay Um uh, well it's the robot from short circuit um made by a fan to a very accurate you know um spec because apparently they were given access to the prop itself to take measurements and and, and whatnot so uh, and it has been made that they so they can control it via um you know a computer I, I put some words in it number johnny five a- ian kirk said johnny five before you piped up with it kirby um that was very good. I think Roy was having a chat with the chaps who brought it down uh, with a view to bringing it to Fantasy Con. Let's see what happens with on that one. Um,
4: yeah, I've never seen the movie, so. There I was a stage
1: performance. I didn't see any of the stage apart from uh, the little tribute to Kerry uh, Fuller, who was RT lady at Fantasy Con, who passed away a few weeks ago. Um, and uh, she was also heavily involved. Any. Geeky events on the Isle of Wight she, she made sure she was the first through the door to help out So she was a great lady And uh, there was a, a tribute paid to her Our green room at Fantasy Con this year Would be called uh, Kerry's Tea Room um, After her as well So uh, it's a bit of a sad loss to the uh, cosplay community On the island um, And uh, There was obviously stalls We got a few people at the event Albeit ours in regards to People selling stuff uh, and lots and lots of people in Cosmo. It was very well attended. It was a free event, so I suppose anybody will walk in when it's free and attend anyway. We can't afford to make ours uh, free, sadly. But um, it, it was interesting for me in seeing the potential for uh, footfall at, at FantasyCon, uh, which is only like a, a few hundred yards away from Key Arts, which is where this event was. But yeah, I was run by lovely people. Attended by lovely people, it was a lovely atmosphere, um, and yeah, it was really good fun. I'm, I'm hoping I can, when they do it next year, I'll take the day off for it then as well. And also, we had an opportunity to talk about, fancy kind of give out leaflets. Roy had the Tardis up, so anybody who wanted to. Posed by the TARDIS he had props for them to put on Doctor Who related props obviously and uh, I, I'd give out Seiko okay, for doing that you get one of these which is one of our leaflets so yeah that was really good and, it would, and it's, I can't really answer your question because I've basically told you everything that happened uh, I've posted a video on the 20 megabyte Doctor Who Podcasts Facebook group which you can join There was uh, a copy of the TikTok I sent out. There are TikToks on my TikTok page that I I did at the event. One with the Johnny Five uh, and the other one of me coming out the TARDIS as if it was a toilet because I (laughs) I end high-end comedy on my uh, TikTok page. So that covers that. Um, I haven't been on TikTok in days, so I... Didn't see them. Stuff coming through on the live feed. After Tim Drury's... Oh, oh I've got to play the... Oh, I'm contracted to play it, haven't I? Tim Drury's <laughs> Yes, after Tim's uh, comment, uh, Terry Miles put dot, 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 and I wish Bennett was around to hear that, because obviously that was aimed at him. And then the Longleat Doctor Who exhibition was in Lynn, and I was... And I was... And, and i were there we camped sorry I, <laughs> that confused me i got bamboozled uh lynn and i were there we camped overnight you were th- you've been together that long terry play my neck and uh, and then yeah, like i say, Ian said Johnny, so I. master why didn't steady, you go to trying to make it? me jump there <laughs> Just steady on i'm i'm here you don't have to shout why didn't i go where to to Longley, or did you um right so First things first. They said it was for the 20th anniversary of Doctor Who, didn't they?
4: Yeah.
1: The 20th anniversary of Doctor Who, Yeah, I was a Doctor Who fan then. Okay. Well, I would have had to ask uh, my granddad to take me there. I wouldn't have had any money. My granddad would have mm-hmm. thought that being asked to go to a Doctor Who uh, exhibition or whatnot would, was absurd. Uh, that probably answers your question. Uh, the first time I went to a Doctor Who event was this right when colin baker opened up the needles doctor who exhibition and i'm going to look it up someday, see when that was because you've seen the pictures of me with alistair and Betty, yeah haven't you? they're yes. quite well-known pictures that was when uh colin came down to oh dear my throat's going <coughs> colin came down to open up the needles doctor who exhibition so i'm just going to look it up doctor who
4: so are there yes. any pictures of the needles doctor who convention that would be interesting or, I did uh, take,
1: if you let me speak i did take some um some pictures at the event but the only ones i really shared or kept as prints go are the ones with me with alistair on bessie yeah uh, me with You're colin not- there are others, and I have the negatives, I believe, in this drawer. Now, oh. my lovely wife has got for me, for my birthday, a flatbed scanner, which is designed specifically for recovering um, prints from negatives. And I'm hoping to recover some of the footage, uh, footage, some of the pictures I took of the uh, the artefacts within the exhibition itself. Um I also, as you well know, went to the Doctor Who exhibitions in Blackpool, and I have got some video. I'm pretty sure I posted some video somewhere of of the Doctor Who exhibitions in Blackpool. I thought I did anyway. I'm pretty sure um, you said, oh, because it was a long time ago, and I think um, we were doing the show when I went up there. Um, I put longleat down and not needles, because I'm talking to you and doing this at the same time. I thought you, you, you'd be piping yeah. up. Off, oh, yes, I remember those.
4: Yeah, I don't remember them. So. Yeah, God's sake. I have they around. I, mean, somewhere. I remember the picture of you on Bessie, of course. No, I'm talking yeah, about the, that picture, too. Yes, as yeah. well. It's a good picture on it. Yeah, now, um, there, there is a, um, on that same link for that had The Longing for Longleat,
6: mm-hmm. they
4: do have a link to another book, Blackpool Remembered, which is very interesting. Yeah. Anyway, you
1: you you were asking me about. Um, yeah, so yes. So those pictures uh, should be somewhere, but I, I didn't take that many on the day. Uh, Needles uh, was July nineteen ninety four. So it was in nineteen ninety four that the Doctor Who exhibition at the Needles was opened. Um, so I'd been married for a year when that happened, and uh, I think around the same time. And she
4: was rolling her eyes at the fact that you were going to that.
1: My, grand, my granddad died in 1995, <laughs> uh, and after he passed, I inherited his car, which we drove up to. Drived, terrible English. Drove <laughs> up to Blackpool <laughs> in it. 1996, uh, and 1996 is when I went to the Doctor Who exhibition in Blackpool first, and then oh, I did, went to it again mm-hmm. a bit later on when we'd had Alicia, and uh, I had a digital camera and a video camera and was able to. Film inside that, and everything look. I remember it, everything looking a bit ropey and requiring a bit of a dust. But what I'm going to do for you, Kirby, because despite what everybody says, you are quite lovely, aren't you? I'm going to post somebody else's um blog of the
4: 1994
1: needle. Ah, I was television. just
4: looking for something like that, and you're
1: going um, do my work. Somebody well, else's photos, but relevant to what we were talking about. Uh, yes, thank the, you. Great page. Um. So that's that's what the Doctor exhibitions I've seen, that one, Blackpool. Um, yeah, about it really. Oh, of course, the, the other ones being the amazing ones at uh, the Experiences in, in um, London and Cardiff. They were really good. It's about the time they started. I still hopefully don't understand, RTD'd, why they,
4: I, I do not understand why they closed the one in Cardiff.
1: Nor do I. But hopefully now RTD seems to be breathing new life into the the world and universe of Doctor Who. <laughs> Um, some things like this might start reappearing uh, and all the Doctor Who memorabilia I have that uh, nobody's really interested in at the moment might become interesting to people again there's they certainly of, interested in Doctor Who when, when,
4: do, when you do a search for needles Doctor Who exhibition Isle of Wight one of the first pictures comes up that comes up is of Bessie but someone has put Doctor Who at the needles on Bessie's bonnet was that on there in the picture no with you Oh, that's well,
1: no, weird. No. Bethany was because there's a few Bessie type cars around. Um that particular Bessie was hired, uh, and that all a Bessie was at one of the um experiences, but there was one inside the experience and one outside. So there's definitely a few Bessies. None of them had that what you just said on the cover. <clears throat> So yeah, that's uh, that's it as far as that goes, um, um, I might have mentioned on the blurb of the last episode that we're no longer going to be doing uh, what we watched this week. Um, oh. Because no, the I reason. Prefer... Oh, I just dropped my phone. No, the I, reason I didn't why. know
4: that
3: but I'm, I'm glad of it.
1: Well, the reason but why. I
4: was all prepared, and I don't remember you saying that.
1: No, because yeah. I posted it on the on the blurb uh, yesterday when I published the, uh, the podcast. The reason being. I was watching the viewership of the live feed while we went into it and it went Mm 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Very quickly.
6: Yeah. As soon as I...
4: (laughs) But the the live feed is only a few people as I understand it. But... Whereas people listening... Mm. but right. if the,
1: yes but live feed people stay with us right I, after that that makes me think that people aren't really interested in what we watch this week so yeah. i've decided that, uh, that even as we're doing
3: it as we're funny. doing it i'm even kind of tuning out and playing <laughs> games on the computer because i'm not that interested in what yeah. everybody's
1: watching <laughs> my point precisely so that no. I, and
3: i just caught up with
4: Schmigadoon just to tell you guys i was watching shmigadoon Okay,
1: well, well okay. congratulations. You, I, I watched episode one of Mandalorian the other day. So, but I've this been, been told I need to watch the I need to watch the hold of Boba Fett to uh, before I watch it. So that I forgot to tell yeah, you. Yeah, that you do that, need
4: actually. to watch Boba Fett. You
1: haven't watched <clears throat> Boba Fett. Watched episode one, but didn't pick it up. See, Sunday. we can still sneak it in. <laughs> we're not talking about what we watch. We're just talking about what we should watch. It's a different thing altogether. Did go to the cinema? What did I watch at the cinema last week? Oh blast! I can't remember what I watched in cinema. I'm not sorry. I'm not, we're not doing the feature, Mary. By the way, so I don't feel like being left out or anything. Uh, we watched a film, and I really I'm, I'm doing my head in to try and remember what it was. Cine World. All right, all right. Hopefully it's still on, and then okay. otherwise I won't ever find out what I watched. Now it wants me to log in. For goodness sake! Oh no, it's still asking me to log in. Okay. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah, there we go. A film called Air, which was about, um, and it'll be interesting to Mary actually, uh, about Michael Jordan's family and his saving of Nike uh, by just, uh, and also the the character played by Matt Damon, who who sort of really puts his heart and soul into getting Michael Jordan when Michael Jordan wanted to go to Adidas. It's a really good film um it has a bit of a slow bit at the start just just get through the slow bit and uh, you'll, you'll enjoy that one especially if you like a bit of basketball and uh, michael jordan's voice is in the film it's not actually him uh the actor uh, but he does um it's very very cleverly done and uh, it's got a good cast as well so okay just saying i remember watching that series on netflix actually uh, that, that was basically about michael jordan's whole career and life absolutely brilliant series can't remember what it was called, though. There you go. <laughs> Might as well not mention it if I can't remember what it's was called. Uh, of course, we uh, previously watched Shazam! Fury of the Gods and um, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, all very good films. And I'm not watching a lot of uh, um, dramas at the moment, although... Like I say, I did watch Mandalorian. You've got me off off an attention. So are we actually
3: doing that segment?
1: No, we're not, sorry. Um, no, I just wanted to say that I, did, I couldn't remember what film I watched. I knew I watched something. I mean, we're either doing it or we're not. No, we're not doing <laughs> it. I do apologise, Mary. Let's see if anybody's still listening. Let's see if I oh, my, uh Oh, they are. Well, I'm not going to do it anyway. I'm not going to do it. Sorry, no. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> Lillian says, I'm interested.
3: Are you really, Lillian? Are you
1: really? Oh God, Make me feel bad now. It's half past. Well, I mean, anymore.
3: if what we're doing is Doctor Who centric, then I think it's it's part of the of the podcast. You know, are we reading anything? Are we listening? Or are the we, is, yeah, or the are the we watching? is, not it, it? When you when you go to a, a but when we go, convention. you know, off into flights of everything else, it's like mm-hmm. so what? I mean, everybody's oh, watching
1: stuff. The weirdest that think, thing they, since we moaned about not doing it. The listenership has gone up by um, 25%, which is a bit strange. Right, <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to do it anyway, but um, it's nice to just brush over some of the things you might might advise people to try and watch, but uh, it's, um, it's very quiet in the Doctor Who department, especially as the series is sort of being made, um, and I'm um, just sort of eager to get on with it, you know, with, with Doctor Who. As far hey, as us good. goes, we're into the last segment of Matt Smith's tenure. Uh, in Doctor Who Yay. and still there's a <laughs> never-ending last, feeling
3: not just his last uh series but the last what three episodes that are half decent
1: <laughs> yeah Mary um but it still feels like and I said well I'm gonna be leaving the show at the end of the journey I, I'm still stuck here and I it's just like there's no end to it I have a funny feeling that the way things are going that Capaldi could be done before the end of the year that sounds a bit bit drastic but i think it could be and then we'll be into 13 but by the time we get to the end of jody's time we would have probably had a whole series of um the 14th and 15th doctor i just can't see an end to
5: it god
3: his oh, yeah. right idea to, was I this i have to confess very low interest in the copaldi era as well as the uh, 13th doctor
1: you never know you might have your opinion changed mary She's gone all quiet. So obviously that's <laughs> right then. Uh, so next time uh, we've got dinosaurs on a spaceship, uh, where we will be um, um, viewing a, a tongue-in-cheek episode in which uh, David With Bradley was a rather was, uh,
4: brutal uh, villain.
1: David Bradley was uh, so
3: impressive, he
1: became the first Doctor. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know how they made the connection from this terrible, <laughs> terrible villain to uh, making him this lovable old Doctor. And, um, yeah, he's, he's done rather well for himself.
1: He, he's been, he's obviously likes being Doctor Who. Uh, I've met him, very nice chap. He shook back. Oh, All these doctors seem to like change, shaking your hand. Eccleston. Yeah. Or did, I don't know if Peter, Peter, Peter Moffitt, got his name right. Peter Davidson <laughs> yes, did. Yes, Peter oh, did.
4: Um, oh, no, I can't
1: remember. But yeah, uh, he's a nice chap, so I'm glad I got the opportunity Anything to find Anything else the on
4: the feed? What? Before you, before we sign off
1: um lillian robin says yes i am it gives me ideas of things to watch yeah trouble is lillian it only gives you ideas of things to watch okay well we won't do it this week and i did give you an idea to go and watch air that's a really good film um but if people come back in back into us and really want to find out what you find is really good to watch we might go back to it but i just get the feeling and,
4: and mary doesn't have to participate Mary's i, I enjoy, got the most interesting oh, I, points. Mary, I, I actually enjoy hearing you talk about things of big finish because did you want I really to talk about to get big, into finish, big finish
3: Mary? so there did you well, want I mean, I, i'd love to talk about big finish have you um, got
1: anything lined up for your uh what you think of you know, the big um, sorry what you were going to say about big finish the, to watch anything oh no
3: i mean I, well I mean right now I don't have anything to say because I didn't prepare anything well there you go but, then
1: that's uh, my point precisely so if you had something to say, I mean, you, you... Right
3: now okay okay right now I'm going through what is called the worlds of Doctor Who which is an introduction to a, a lot of the spin-off series mm-hmm. that have taken place you know over the years with big finish mm-hmm. um, so it it they're because they're spin-offs they're not like dr who centric but they are you know, Favorite characters from Doctor Who that have gone on to their own series. Um, so that's what uh, I'm listening to now. Do you know? That what? would be like Bernice Summerfield. Oh my uh, yeah, god! Yeah, I like Bernice Summerfield a lot. Uh, yes. Yeah. I uh, did but, forget something. I'm such a twit. What?
1: Fantasy I mean, like last con.
3: the last time we talked, I had listened to the story um, that centered around Jago and Lightfoot, which oh, actually, those uh, yes, yeah, they from the Fourth Doctor era, yeah. And then now I've just finished a story um, by the uh, Countermeasures Team, which are the the paramilitary people that were in Resurrection of the Daleks. Ah. Uh, yeah, and those those are
4: related. So
3: yeah, um, but they're not Doctor Who centric stories. They're they're around these people instead, and what they're doing otherwise. You know, so that's what uh, the worlds of Doctor Who is about. So I do recommend it.
1: Thank you, Mary. It's very good. That's the sort of thing that Lillian was after. Uh, I, now I nearly forgot. That's ridiculous. Um, we have finally been able to make an announcement uh, uh, for a guest at FantasyCon now. I have been negotiating what feels like a lifetime for the, for this to happen. Uh, it's the first time I've actually had to go out and seek an agent to get a specific guest for my convention. But finally, after toing and froing and contract rejections and fiddles with and and uh, whatnot, I finally managed to get Elodie Grace Orkin to agree to come to Fancycon. Um, if she does actually. You know, follow this through and not get another acting job at the time, and come to our event. It will be the biggest achievement in getting a guest to come to your event I've ever managed to do, and I think I could. Put I can say, but away. I don't know who that is. Oh well. <laughs> who is it? I don't know either. Oh, right. well, unfortunately, Elodie Grace Orkin is an American actress who played Angela Eleven's bully in Series Four of Stranger Things. Oh. Okay. Um, she ended oh. up her time in the show ended up with her with a roller skate in her face because uh, she bullied Eleven so much that she, Eleven eventually lost a rag and whacked her in the face with a. With a I remember um, that. Yes. With a roller skate. So, yes, Elodie is coming to Fancy Uh She's a Stranger Thing actress with. Uh, you know, It's not just an extra. She's she had a, a main part in those stories uh you know in the, basically the story of 11 and her pains that she was going through two, two weeks school. ago i was
4: back up at the star mall
1: okay i'm just saying
4: I, <laughs> and i looked through the little door between i we go to a korean grocery up there it's directly connected to the empty mall and i looked in there took another picture it looks the same
1: I have uh, met Elodie before very briefly at London Comic Con, she's a very nice young lady, she's only 18, well, she's probably 19 now, and uh, um, uh, the best thing about it, and you know what a massive fan Isabella is of Stranger Things, Um I said, to her, OK, well, you have first dibs on sitting with her for the event. And, uh, oh, no, how am I going to tell so-and-so? I can't do whatever. So she was going to be looking after the, the gaming section, but I think she may end up sitting next to her. Uh, the other guests, of course, we had, I've mentioned this previously, Julian Seeger, who uh, was in Vikings of Valhalla; Kai Owen, who was in Tortured and Hollywood. Hollywood? Yep. Holy Oaks. Uh, Valile Shabalala, who is very, very well known as an uh, unofficial Doctor who companion. Uh, in the uh, new, what was it called? The next Doctor, wasn't it? Craig Fairbrass, uh, who's uh, known for Prime uh, Suspect, Cliffhanger, and uh, the main star of most of the um, uh, Foot Soldier movies. Um, Martin Ballantyne, a prominent extra from films like uh, the one that Heath Ledger was in, um, Black Man film, um, Harry Potter and i think he had a, a part in something like uh obi-wan kenobi or something like that a, a background role um elodie grace organ as i said and uh we've also got madame bella cosplays coming over from wales dead star publishing Meg houston is a local comic artist and writer dan digby local comic artist Adam the caricaturist who was at Fantasy Gone last year Jedi fight school including Darth Vader not the real Darth Vader obviously and James Valentine, a prominent 10th um, Doctor cosplayer uh, also coming over from Wales that's at least what we've got uh, coming up we are now the next event <laughs> the next Comic Con on the Isle of Wight now that Heroes is out of the way so um, it's all uphill from here Yeah, I've managed to do that quite succinctly.
3: Yeah, I'm curious why, uh, Kirby, you asked me about Bernice Summerfield. Because I've heard some of the stuff. Oh, okay. (laughs) And it was interesting. I liked it. Oh, it is, yeah. Good boy. He's a nice man. She was the doctor's first companion in the Big Finish series. That's what I thought. To uh, use anybody else. Yeah, that's what I thought. Right, so next week, dinosaurs on a spaceship and
1: dinosaurs I say next on week, a spaceship I mean next time mm-hmm. I mean pardon me I mean next time because sometimes things occur that I have no knowledge that well I have it so written
3: down for next week so
4: I'll there say
1: next time
3: okay. is that going to be followed by snakes on a plane
1: oh no <laughs> not the sound of that so thank you for the listening watching taking part in the show
4: goodbye goodbye fancy pants bye how me finger?
5: 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast is an APV services production sponsored by whoone.co.uk and lavazi.co.uk. We are a proud member of the Doctor Who podcast alliance. Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC. No copyright infringement intended.